All right, welcome to the Ice Bath Baby podcast, the show that is the coldest above all others. Hey, I'm Doc Martinez, and today is December 13th, and this is episode 36. This week, I'll be talking with Ali Zapata. That's right. Remember I said last week that I was going to have an English teacher for you here, and so I'm keeping with my promise. Uh, say hello, uh, Ali. Hello, everyone. All right. Hey, so stay with me. Uh, after the break, I'm going to recap last week's sports events, and then uh, we'll get to uh, talk to Ali Zapata and hear a little bit more about her. So stick around. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Eli. We are in the middle of the fall sports season, and we want you. Football season is winding down, and playoffs are right around the corner, and basketball season is cranking up for an exciting season. Come out and support the Bulldogs on the field and on the court. Go to the Bandera Athletics website for schedules, tickets, and more information, and find an event to come out and cheer. Let's make it a great sports year for the blue and white. Let's go Bulldogs. All right. Uh, thanks for staying with me. Uh, let's, um, let's get right to it and talk about last week's sports scores and news. Uh, so we'll start off with girls basketball. Uh, again, we're still in tournament season, so we got some tournaments to talk about. Um, on Tuesday, December 5th, uh, the girls had a home game uh, here against Southwest High School. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, they came out and losing the end of that one, 33-22, but it was a great game. Uh, it didn't get away from us until the end uh, when we started the hack-a-shack stuff again. So uh, that was uh, a really good game to watch. Uh, and then on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, they went to the, the Divine Tournament and placed third overall, which was really good for them. Uh, on uh, Thursday, uh, they played Divine to open up and had a loss, 56-42. Uh, and uh, then they followed up with a huge, huge win against Navarro. Now, Navarro is in a district that's just on top of us, and usually we see them in playoffs. And uh, Navarro really has a really good team. Uh, and so they were girls were really excited and pumped that we won that one when that was that score was 43 to 41 So that gave them a really big confidence boost and that was really cool um, Friday uh, they played Randolph uh, from Universal City the Rohawks and uh, they won 44 to 39 and then in the night game they played Southwest Legacy uh, and lost 67 47 uh, and then Saturday they came back for that third place game and beat Del Rio 49-34. to And I believe Kenley Lawless and Gabby Barrera were all tournament selections. And so congratulations to them on that. With those wins, uh, they their record now stands at 13-5. and So really good. What do you think about that, Allie? That's amazing. Uh, the girls' basketball team is always my favorite one to watch because they they are so aggressive for for their size. They are yeah. small. They're small in height, but they just they don't let that hold them back, and they completely go for it every single time. Yeah, they get after it. Yeah, they do. Like it's, they, that's they really, why it's so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So moving on to boys' basketball now. Um, on Tuesday, we had back-to-back uh, uh, -back home games. Well, I shouldn't say back-to-back. -back. We just had the boys and the girls on that Tuesday that were doing home games. Um, it doesn't happen very often. but uh, So they played uh, Medina Valley, uh, who's a 5A uh, division, and 
that was a really exciting game. We walked away with a win on that one, 61 to 58. Uh, the atmosphere was just really cool. There was a lot of fans in the sta- in the stands, and uh, it was just kind of almost a, a playoff type atmosphere because the kids were really behind it. They were loud. Everybody was loud. Uh, Medina Valley brought a, a lot of fans too, and so it was just back and forth, and it was really good. We pulled out that win. That was awesome. Uh, then on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, they went to Comfort for the Comfort tournament. Uh, and the boys walked away with a consolation championship. Uh, so they opened up Thursday uh, with a loss to Poth, 52-38, to uh, and then came back um, on Friday and uh, beat Universal City Randolph, the Rohawks, 49-26, to and then a school somewhere in San Antonio called Stacy. Not sure who they are. I think they may be a charter. I don't know. But they walked away with a win on that one, 60 to 27, uh, and then on Saturday uh, they played Ingram Moore, which is right outside of Kerrville, Tom Moore High School actually, uh, and they walked away with that win, 53 to 40, and with all those wins, their record improves to nine and six, and I know that Eli Salas walked away, I believe, with an all-tournament selection at that tournament, so that was really cool. Did you catch any of the boys' games? I did. I actually uh, got to go to the one where they played at the AT&T Center, which was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Um, and Eli does a great job of giving direction on the court. Yeah. And the the, the boys' team knows, hey, we got to look at this guy. Um, mm-hmm. And he does a great job. He's just, like, all over the place. And along with uh, Corbin and Bryson, yeah. they just they don't stop. They yeah. keep going after it. Oh, I know. It was... You know, yeah, Bryson was fighting a, a little injury at the beginning of the season, and we were really were uncertain if he was going to be able to start off the season. Yeah. But uh, he did, and uh, he's, yeah, he's been awesome. He's been awesome. Look, a little side story about Bryson. So Wednesday last week, uh, he had kind of tweaked his ankle after that Tuesday game against Medina Valley. And um, uh, so he came in Tuesday. We were treating him up, and I, I taped his ankle. And uh, right before I taped his ankle, I was like, "Hey, man, I need some content for my TikTok channel." I said, <laughs> "Can I can I videotape your ankle tape?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure." And so uh, we videotaped it. And um, the next day, 24 hours later, we had like, I think it was about 30,000 views. Which I mean, it's not bad. That's good. Um, at least <laughs> that's my, not bad. I mean, for my 30, channel, 30,000 views. It's okay. It was well, a slow I mean, day. I mean, for my channel, it's not bad. Um, <laughs> humble wanna, brag. Yeah, humble brag. Uh, and uh, so then I didn't come to work on Friday because I had some appointments and things I had to do. And and, uh, and then over the weekend, I really didn't get on TikTok Friday. And then Saturday, I, I was like, let me check my TikTok, see what's going on. And all of a sudden, I had all these notifications. And I was like, what in the world? And so I started looking at it. And all of a sudden, that video that I, taped, that I had of him taping his ankle just blew up. And as of 12.30 this afternoon, um, it's standing at 1.5 million views right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I Jesus. couldn't believe it. I was like, what? I mean, now, that's not the first time I've had videos, you know, hitting the millions. Uh, but I was just really, I was like, yes, I finally had another blow up. That was really cool. Uh, and, and the funny thing was when I checked the analytics on it, you know where most of the viewers were from? This, mm-hmm. this is so crazy because I kept looking at the comments. I was like, what language? is this comment in, you know? And there was a lot of comments that were in the same language. I was translating them to read them and stuff. But the strangest thing is my number one viewing country is Saudi Arabia. 
And then, really? Yeah. And then it was like Indonesia, Thailand. Uh, oh, there was another Middle East. Oh, uh, Turkey. And I was like, what? I mean, United States is not even in the top five countries for that video. And I'm like, that's so crazy. So worldwide, small town district, worldwide impact, right? There you go. All right. So <laughs> um, any, anyway, let's move on to uh, soccer. Uh, the girls had a scrimmage uh, last Friday. Uh, this is all from Coach Duvall. I talked to him earlier, and I said, Coach, you want to give me some thoughts for the podcast? And he's like, yep, girls played really well. They did solid. He goes, he was really impressed uh, for this part of the season. You know, they've only been practicing for about a week and a half or so, two weeks, and, and they're, they're starting off with scrimmages. Um, he said, we dominated possession 55 to 45% uh, in favor of the Bulldogs. Uh, shots were 17 to 4, uh, which was really good. And he gave some shout-outs to Kim Valadez and Brooke Bankston, who had outstanding games playing keeper. Um, and Rihanna Garza scored a goal. So looking good for the girls' soccer team right now. Um, you know, they got they do they were young last year, and they had some people coming back. So they're looking for some, you know, uh, improvement this year and, and looking to win some more games. So that's it for soccer. Um, do you ever catch soccer games? I, I do. Last year, I actually caught quite a few soccer games, yeah. um, especially when they got to go play at the San Antonio football field. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, that, yeah. The, the FC place or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so Ice Bathers, I don't know if you know this, but Allie is actually a really big sports supporter. Like, I see her at a <laughs> lot of events. I really do. Uh, and so that's why I've asked her like every time she's like, yep, saw that. Yep. Saw that. Yep. Saw that one too. So you caught some football games too, right? Yeah, I did. I did. So she's caught every sport this season. So anyway, um, all right. So that does it for a sports update. Uh, so stay with me after this little short break and then we're going to dig deeper into Miss Zapata and see what she's all about. So stay with me. Hey Bulldogs fans, this is Jocelyn. We are in the middle of the fall sports season and we want you. Football is winding down and playoffs are right around the corner and basketball season is cranking up for an exciting season. Come out and support the Bulldogs on the field and on the court. Go to the Bandera Athletic website for schedules, tickets, and more information and find an event to come out and cheer. Let's make it a great sports year for the blue and white. Let's go Bulldogs. All righty, welcome back. Um, now it's time to get into 20 questions with Miss Zapata. Not really, it's not 20 questions. <laughs> I was about to say, like, that's not what you sent me. <laughs> All right, so let's check this out. All right, I always start off, like normally, Allie, I don't know if you've heard any of my other podcasts, but I, I interview a lot of coaches. The question I always ask coaches, very first one is, what high school did you graduate from and what college did you graduate from? Um, well, it's not very exciting. Um, I went to Incarnate Word High School in San Antonio, and then I walked across the street and went to the University of Incarnate Word. All right. I mean, <laughs> hey, I mean, it's right there. Why not? You yeah. Know? They gave me the most money for scholarships. Um, and so I was like, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like that when I chose my college. I was like, who, who's going to give me more scholarship money, right? Yeah. Like, I wanted to go to a big school. I did. Uh, and I, I could have gotten into a couple of big schools. But at, when it came down to it, the scholarship money, 
that they had for me, I wasn't I wasn't going to see till I was either a sophomore or a junior, right? Mm-hmm. And so I found Sam Houston, and they're like, "No, we we got some for you right now. Let's go." And I was like, "Well, let's go." And so <laughs> that's what I did. Done. Right? Yeah. Done. Sealed. All right. So awesome. So Cardinals, right? Cardinals. Peckham Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, Sam, Barrel. He's a UIW. Yeah, he grad. did. He did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there, there's a lot. I, I know a lot of UI, uh, UIW grads that are athletic trainers in the San Antonio area, too. They have a really good sports medicine program. All mm-hmm. right, well, cool. Um, are you from San Antonio? I am. Originally? So you just kept it all here, right? I like, did. <laughs> I did. I did. Um, I think the biggest proponent of that was because um, my parents are like, well, uh, we'll fill out FAFSA stuff. But other than that, you know, yeah. you figure it out. And I'm like... <laughs> All right. Okay, All right. I'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, that's the way. All right, so in did you play any sports in high school or extracurricular activities? Well, they tried to get me to play sports. Um, when I was younger, I played a lot of sports. I was like in soccer, I did volleyball, I did basketball. Yeah. Um, but I am not coordinated. Mm-hmm. In high school, the the basketball coach, because, you know, in high school I was already 5'11", they're like, oh, my gosh, you want to come play basketball? I'm like, that would be a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you right. would not enjoy me. <laughs> so is, is that – but is that why, like, because you were involved in a lot of things, is that why you like coming around a lot of the sports events now just because you kind of always had a love for it? Or is it just to support the kids or um, both? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I just get more excited when I like know the people who are playing mm-hmm. um, because I know how much effort and time they've put into it. Yeah. So I want to like support them and be like, oh my gosh, they're doing such a good job. Yeah. Like even, you know, at the football games, I always congratulate band for, you know, how their performance was, you know, yeah. going to theater. I get all the kids to sign the little the playbill because I know that they've spent weeks on perfecting this and doing yeah. it. So I think That's it's cool. way more exciting to That's, see them in it. I wish I could get around to more extracurricular activities, but I spend so much time attending all the sports events that sometimes I feel like I neglect the other students. Um, I, I'm trying to make it work, though, where I can go see the band holiday concert uh, just because I like that kind of music. Yeah. And, and I want to go see it, but, you know... I spend so much time away from home and from my wife doing sports stuff that I feel almost uh, guilty telling her, like, I'm going to stay for this non-sporting event and check it out, right? But Mm -hmm. anyway, I'm going to try and make it happen because I want to do that. All right, so how long have you been teaching? This is my seventh year, my sixth, seventh year. I can't remember. Okay. All here at Bandera? All here at Bandera. Um, I... I did a year uh, with uh, SAISD um, as an instructional assistant. Yeah. And I think that helped, you know, a lot in solidify my want to become a teacher, even though it was very rough at times. Um, yeah, it was it was just fun. It was fun to getting to know the kids. It was fun moving around to different classrooms and, yeah. and helping people out. Cool. Love it. So has this been your classroom? We're in her classroom right now for you. Those of you, I know y'all can't see us. But we are in her classroom right now. Uh, is this your classroom you've had the entire time you've been here? Yes. Really? Yeah. I have, I refuse to move. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad place. It's not. No. A good, it's a good location. I like my class. I'm partial to my classroom because I inherited that classroom, obviously, from Doc Boland. You, Yours you is a great classroom. I love the view. It is right? perfect. Yeah. All all wall when like the yeah. whole wall is a window, yeah. and I just I love that. I, I mean, want I, that. 
I mean, I do have some of it because it's so bright in there sometimes because it's all windows, right? Mm -hmm. I cover some of them up, but I leave enough open that I can see outside still. But anyway, and plus when I'm showing presentations, when it's so much light, it's hard to see the TV. So I, I do have like some drapes and things like that, but I try to open them because I like that view. It's really nice. All right. So tell me about your family. Married, not married, kids, no kids, dogs, pets, <laughs> cats? Um, no kids. I uh, have been with my boyfriend for 10 years now. We cool. celebrated 10 years in April. Awesome. Um, I come from... Uh, a very big family um and we're actually having our christmas party on saturday yeah it's going to be about 100 people oh and wow. almost all of them family yeah wow that's a <laughs> where do y'all have that at like at my house? parents house oh my gosh <laughs> that's a lot yeah but it's like my dad comes from a family of 12 uh-huh. right and so everybody comes in for that and then his you know brothers and sisters all had at least two or three kids each yeah and so for like my first cousins we did a count like we always i don't know why but whenever we meet we always like count to make sure we know how many there are yeah and we're i've got like 26 first cousins wow so and now they've got kids of their own yeah that's that's like my wife's family she's got a big family i came from a small family i have one brother one sister right and i think i have four cousins Six cousins. That's it. I feel like that would be more manageable. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, we used to have family reunions a long time ago, but not anymore. And so it's been a long time since I've really seen the whole big family. But we always get together at my mom's house, just, you know, my immediate family. And it's always nice and small, right? But then when we go to my wife's house, it's crazy. Because she's got two siblings, but they each have five in their families, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. And so, you know, when you get everybody together, it's a lot. I can imagine, like, a hundred it is, it is a lot um, because it's not even just family. Like my parents tell me to invite, you know, friends oh, yeah. Yeah. and uh, they bring their significant others and it just starts to blow up. And what's kind of nice, though, is that nobody feels pressured to stay. So yeah. people will show up at the beginning and then just like leave. <laughs> I'm just going to slip out the back here. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Well, I mean, you know, come and go. Nothing wrong with that. So mm-hmm. obviously with that big a family, you got to do like gift exchange or secret Santa or something, right? We used to when um, all of us cousins were really small. Like my dad would, or my one of my uncles would dress up as Santa, and we would have gag gifts. Yeah, where the uncle would just pull out random things from this box <laughs> and give it to the kids. Yeah, it's like funny. there would be. I remember one time, like almost everybody forgot to get something for the gag gift, so they were just like toilet paper rolls, <laughs> a plunger. A a calendar for the year that had already passed. That's funny. That's good. That's like white elephant gifts, right? Yeah. Uh, we we do white elephant uh, exchange at my wife's family when we do Christmas, and that's always fun too. So, that that would be cool. All right. So back to back to school stuff. What prompted you? Well, let me say this first. So when I was in college, and um, I was looking at minors, right? Because I knew what I was going to major in, but mm-hmm. I was looking at a minor, and I was like what's the easiest thing I can minor in, right? And everybody always used to tell me, English, do English. And I was like, I don't want to be a core teacher. (laughs) (laughs) But I chose biology. Funny, because it's a core class, right? So biology is my minor. But what prompted you to become an English teacher? Well, that actually wasn't my first choice. Um, In high school, the extracurricular I did, because I was not, am not, uh, 
coordinated mm-hmm. was music. So I was in a choir and I was in varsity choir essentially. Yeah. And that's what got a lot of my scholarships uh, for UIW. Yeah. And so I was going with a major in music and about two years in, I, I just, I was sitting there in one of the practice rooms and I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> And so I like changed it to history and I'm like, I don't want to get up for 7.30 a.m. class, so never mind. Um, But I've always really loved stories. Yeah. Um, My dad and my mom would always tell me stories. I was an avid reader ever since I was young. So I was like, you know what, let's just do literature. Yeah. And that's what I jumped into. And Cool. Well, what am I going to do with literature? Um, Well, I like being a classroom, so I guess I'll teach. All right. Yeah. Now... Let me clarify this. I didn't when I said that it was easy. Like my all my friends were saying, "Oh, it's easy." Not that it was easy, like content stuff, right? Just that they the way they were explaining it to me was like, "Look, you got to have four years of English anyway, right?" Mm-hmm. And so then after that, you only have to have like I think it was they were like it's like three more English classes and you can get your minor in it. Yeah. And and so that's the easy. That was what they were saying was the easy part. Yeah. Not that it, the you know passing all the exams and all that was easy. Because I'm sure that's hard, just like any other college course, right? But it was just the easiest as far as like how much time you're going to be doing it, especially for a minor, right? So, mm-hmm. but I didn't choose that way. I chose biology. I was, but one, I was a big reader yeah. too, and like I used to love reading. Like I used to do all the reading stuff, you know, like um, when like the, the reading list, the challenge yeah, list. Yeah, yeah. I used to be a big time reader, and I just stopped. I don't know why. But I don't know. Anyway, you might pick it back up. I I've could. got books in here. Grab a book. Yeah, I could. I just, my problem now is I just, time. Like, because I, I, like, seriously, like, I'm here so much. Then when I go home, I just feel like if I'm doing anything else, I'm neglecting my wife, mm. right? But even then, I'm, I'm bad because I get on, and I'm like, oh, let me get on TikTok. Let me check my uh, analytics on this video. See, so you're already a bad husband. I know. You might as well read. I know. I really <laughs> am, because I, I spend so much time on my phone. Like, I... Anyway, I'm not going to go there. All right. <laughs> Sonia, I love you. All right. Um, <laughs> so Bandera is the only place you've been. Yeah. Um, so what what did you think, what do you think is the most challenging aspect of being a core subject teacher? Because not only are you just an English teacher here, but you're also the department chair. Mm-hmm. So you got some big responsibility on your shoulders there. Tell us this first. What classes do you teach in English? And then tell us what do you think is the most challenging aspect of being a core teacher? Um, Well, I teach uh, both ends of the spectrum. I teach freshmen and seniors. I have for like two or three years now, I think, um, with like one or two English two, English three classes mixed in. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think the hardest part about being a core teacher is especially an English teacher is that so many people come in with a mindset that they are going to hate it. Yeah. And so a lot of my time is spent, especially at the beginning of the year, trying to encourage people that, Hey, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fun. This is a great class. You're going to love it. (laughs) And usually because they come in with that mindset, it's difficult to get them invested in what they're learning because they just, they have to be here. They can't not be here. Yeah. And then other than that, just the pressure from the state, and everybody else being like, mm-hmm. "Hey, you're an you're the English teacher. You're the English department. Writing is always one of the lowest scores. Yeah, scores on, you know, star testing. What are you doing to get it up? So 
just constantly trying to find new and different ways to make sure that kids are able to express themselves clearly and communicate and differentiating something that is, I mean, already so difficult to sort of explain because every student has their different writing style. Yeah. Right. So you have like a formula for them to input it in and then you're like, okay, now try this on, like, do it on your own, try it yourself. And I don't know. It's just difficult getting that buy-in to express themselves through writing. Yeah, it, it is difficult. Writing, I mean, writing itself, for most people, if you told me to just write something, like write a story about something, I could write a story, but is it going to be grammatically correct? Is it going to be, you know, getting my point across? Am I going to ramble? Heck yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And, and getting it properly, like, you know, like what's required for English, That that is, I mean, some people it just comes natural and some people... I got to work at it. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. yeah, it can be difficult. Um, all right. What's the most rewarding aspect of teaching? When they do finally get it. <laughs> um, when they pass that star. <laughs> no, not even that. Because, like, for me, that's such a... Uh, it's going to be awful. Yeah, I know. I know. But it's yeah. it's such a it's such a low bar for me to pass this, like, yeah. to, for that to be the goal. That shouldn't be the goal. No. The goal should be to for them to be able to clearly communicate their thoughts mm-hmm. w- with anything and have, you know, that consciousness to go back and look at what they've written and what they've done and be like, okay, how can I make this better? Mm-hmm. Sort of like self-improvement. That's yeah. my goal. Gotcha. Be able to communicate and be able to, you know, think critically of your own work and improve. Because yeah. no matter what you do, whether it's writing or anything else, you need to be able to... Uh, look at what you've done for yourself and say, hey, I messed up here. I could do better. Yeah. Because if you can't, then you're just going to be in the same rut. True. You know, you're mm-hmm. not going to improve at anything if you can't force yourself to to improve. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh, no. Yeah, completely. I understand. Um, all right. So, uh, and maybe also to walk away with a love for some literature, right? To I would hope so. Pick up those books and read. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember that the toughest one I read was when I was in high school. The two the two literature things that we did in high school that I hated <laughs> was Beowulf. Beowulf. Oh my god! And uh, even though it was a cool storyline, it was just for some reason I had I struggled with it. But Oedipus Rex. Oh my god, Oedipus Rex is so much fun. Oh, I love the storyline. My fr- my freshman honors kids are going to be reading that this year. I uh, think we're going to get to it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's, it's, real it's a good, good storyline. But Beowulf, oh man. And even I tried to watch the movie. I was like, no, I can't. Oh, which movie though? Is it the, the, <laughs> the Brad newer, Pitt one? Yeah, the newer one. Uh, oh, that's yeah. garbage. I highly recommend uh, The 13th Warrior. Yeah. It is... <laughs> It is so cheesy. It yeah. is complete cheesy, but it has Antonio Banderas. Oh, I love that guy. And Omar Sharif. And they are, I don't even remember what they are. They are Middle Eastern ambassadors Yeah. that come across a, a Viking, I don't know, what it, I don't know what it would be called, but like a Viking ship with all these different Vikings. And it's supposed oh, yeah. to be Beowulf and... They gotcha. go and help Prothgar, and it's sort of like a like a realistic telling where, you know, all the monsters that they fight, that Beowulf fights, are actually a tribe of cannibals. Oh, wow. So it's really cool, and I highly recommend. What's it called? 13th Warrior? Yeah. All right, I'll have to look for it. It's on Amazon Prime. 
Oh, I have I Amazon love it Prime. so much. All right. I'll have to look for it. 13th Warrior. Yeah. Now I've said it, so now I can just go back, listen to this, and say, oh, yeah, that's See, the movie. There you go. All right. Good deal. All right. So what is your most memorable experience teaching here at Bandera? Um, well, I have one for my first year. Um, you know, brand spanking new teacher, new to Bandera. I don't know any of these kids. Yeah. And it's like the first couple of weeks of school. And I don't know if you remember him, Nathan Blakeney. Uh, name sounds familiar. I can't. He put was a, face a football player, okay. a big guy, um, and it was in the middle of class. And I'm going around, and we're and I'm, we're taking notes and doing something. I don't know, but he just pulls a gallon bag full of sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Out of his backpack, it's just like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches out of his backpack. And he's like, Miss, you want one? <laughs> and I'm like, No, I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. And it's not even like before lunch or around lunch. This is eighth period. <laughs> this is eighth period where he's like, hey, just. It's a mid afternoon snack. <laughs> I guess so. Like, and I think I even asked him, like, Why do you have those in there? He's like, Well, I get hungry before football practice. I'm like, Okay, fair enough. Hey, you can't beat a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich, though. No, I mean, I'm sure they were delicious, now, I, but... I, I mean, I can't say that I haven't had one at 9 o'clock in the morning here, you know? I just get here, and I'm like, oh, it's about to go to class. Uh, let me grab the PB&J real quick. I mean, they're good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with them. It's just yeah. not something I expected at, like, 3.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Like, the first three weeks of school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, like, that's very nice, kid. Thanks. Yeah. No, but thank you. <laughs> I remember when I first got here, I, I was always in a big city, right? My mm -hmm. first job was in Corpus. Not that it's a huge city, but it was it was in the city, right? Yeah. Then I moved my second job. It was in the city. My third job was in the city. Then I came here, right? And in the country. And I just remember, like, some of the first times that some of the kids were coming up to me with injuries, and they were like, oh, I got bucked off a bull. Uh, I hurt myself bailing hay um i was chased by you know a, a goat or whatever yeah and i'm like what oh, I've got a story about the, a goat. i'm like what in the world and i'll never forget this i i remember i was telling my dad uh all this stuff when he was still alive and, and i would i would call him like every day dad guess what i heard today and he's like and i would tell him some story and he was just like do you need to write all this in a book he thought it was the most funniest thing <laughs> Because well, remember last year there were a couple of kids that had to wrangle a bull off of the what was it the baseball field oh yes yeah i do remember that yeah that was crazy <laughs> it went through the fence and like a whole bunch of them were out there trying to like help yeah. it pack <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy that because yeah for those of you who don't know our our baseball field and our football practice field are right next to a bullpen basically yeah it's just a place where they house bulls that they use at the mansfield rodeo mm -hmm. or the mansfield park at the rodeo and they're bucking bulls and yeah. so yeah so they're not like friendly bulls mm -mm. and yeah it's right there uh, who that was, was it barrett wade and oh, i can't remember who else yeah that's funny there's all kinds of crazy stuff that happens out here in this in the country my goat story though yeah, going yeah back, goat story yeah. um i think it was three years ago a student was like hey um i forgot some stuff can i come up and i'm like yeah sure wait a couple of minutes and i see her come in through the door I go, hey, what's up? And she's like, yeah, I just, you know, forgot to get my book or whatever. She goes, comes in. And she brings her little show goat with her. Inside? Inside. <laughs> in my classroom. She just brought it up. Brought uh, it in. Okay. 
was like, oh, who's this? She's like, oh, I, I've got to take him home. But, you know, I didn't want to leave him outside for people to mess with. So All right. here he is. I'm like, oh, cool. Welcome to English. <laughs> Grab a book. Sit down. <laughs> Don't eat them. Right. Don't eat the books. That's crazy. Uh, there's lots of just things like that, little stories like that, that I have too, that I'm sure you have a ton more if you sat here and think about it, right? Mm-hmm. Crazy stuff that happens out here in the country. All right. So <laughs> what are you looking forward to the rest of this school year? Um, well, I'm looking forward to it. The students aren't. We are starting. We started talking about our sheer heart papers today for the seniors. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's always a big thing. Yeah. Their yeah. seven-page research paper. Yeah. Started going over it. Um, and then with my freshmen, I'm really excited to read Anthem by mm-hmm. Ayn Rand mm-hmm. because after we read it, they did, they get to create their own um, utopias, quote unquote, yeah. based off of different government systems. Okay. Yeah. And so Miss mm-hmm. Fry's um, AP class will come up and like critique them and grade them. Oh, wow. That's cool. On certain aspects of their government system and ask them questions. And I think that's so much fun because. Yeah, a little cross curricular stuff there. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm so excited about because these kids get unhinged. Yeah. Is that concerning? The, is, is that the one where they have the fake money and stuff like that? Oh, no, that's the seniors, too. Okay, yes, the um, the Kingdom Wars. Yeah, yeah. Between Miss Huber and I. I remember I got into that one year with you. Yeah. I had a sword, and I'd come in, and, and like, it was really a, a yardstick, right? And I made it look like a sword. But you, I remember I'd come in and just random times, and I'd be like, ah, give me your money. Yeah, and you'd, take, you'd be able to take their money away. They hated yeah. it, but it was so much fun for me. Yeah, that was cool. Um, so I know when I first got here, um, people were talking about the Shearheart paper, for those that don't know, can you explain that just a little bit, like, about it? Yeah. Uh, so the Shearheart paper is essentially just a major research paper. That it's not nothing. It's not anything fancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we call it the Shearheart because it is named after uh, Bob Shearheart, who used to be a teacher here at Bandera. Mm-hmm. Um, he passed away pretty much the summer or the the spring before you and I got here. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the teachers, the younger teachers who work here at Bandera had him as a teacher. Mm-hmm. And it's just held up as a religion, or not as a religion, <laughs> as a tradition <laughs> yeah. to uh, to name this paper after him, to follow like his rules mm-hmm. and just keep that that memory and that yeah. standard alive. Yeah, that's really cool. I know we had a kid, uh, I think it was Luke Sherhart. I think that was just, I'm pretty sure it was his name, but we used to call him T-shirt. <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't know. Shearheart T-shirt? I don't know. I think that was the same kid. Anyway, I just remember. That, that sticks out in my head for some reason. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, cool. All right. Um, so, here's a, a little bit more personal info. I don't know. I hope you don't mind me talking about this, but... I do follow you on TikTok because I know you follow me. Yep. Uh, and you have a pretty cool hobby. Uh, sometimes I'll, I'll watch him and I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, and you're funny. Like, you're absolutely funny. Hopefully you get some more followers out of, out of this, right? But Who'd, I don't but, really well, care. <laughs> well, well, but here's the thing, though, right? It's like, I don't know about you. Like, me with mine, since it's not really like my personal TikTok, I don't mind students following me and I'll follow them back, this and that or whatever. But yours is more of a personal one. So if you don't want people to follow you, you know. You have to ask her. You have to wait to graduate until she accepts your request. Or, I don't know, maybe she will. Ask her. Anyway, tell us about this little hobby you have that I watch and enjoy watching. 
make it sound so odd, but um, <laughs> it's cool. No, my 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 uh, uh, daughter-in-law does it. Oh, okay, and, and she but she has a little machine sometimes. Sometimes she does it by hand. She has a little machine. She whip out a hat real quick. Da, 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 da. Anyway, oh, tell us about it. Oh, one of those it. looms. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in my spare time, actually any time I can, um, I crochet. Mm-hmm. And I got my little yarn. I got my little hook. And I just sit there. And I've gotten to a point where I don't even have to, like, watch what I'm doing. Yeah. Which is really nice because, yeah. like, I don't, I can't sit still really. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm watching TV or whatever, just sitting there, I'll just start whipping stuff out. Yeah. Um, And... That's kind of why I started my TikTok is because I just wanted to show it off. Yeah. I didn't want to keep bothering my boyfriend like (laughs) every five, every couple of days I like run into his office or run into the other room. I'm like, hey, look, look at the thing I made. Yeah. I did. I did a thing. He goes, that's very nice, dear. I'm like, (laughs) yeah. And I just like waddle off. And you're like, I want more love on that. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like. But I did a thing. He's like, yeah. yes, you did. Good job. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I put it in the other stack of stuff that I've made. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't really care if people follow me. I do have a public profile. I'm not going to tell anybody what it is. You yeah. can find it. Okay, yeah, there you go. But, um, how did you get into that? To, into crochet? Yeah. Um, my roommate in college just gifted it to me one Christmas, she goes, I think you would be good at this. I'm like, okay. And so I uh, started looking up different tutorials on YouTube and started cranking stuff out. Um, I get a lot of, like, when I do show it off to my friends or family, they're like, oh, well, you can make money off of this. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah. Like, it's not the point. If I have to do it, then I'm not going to want to do it. <laughs> that defeats the purpose. Yeah. No, okay. My, my grandma, uh, I remember my grandma used to, she used to crochet a lot. And she would just do it all by hand, too. And she would crank stuff out, like, in an afternoon, too. Yeah. So I think she could do it like you, like, just not even watching. Yeah, because it's all muscle memory. It's probably yeah. like you with taping uh, ankles, like... You've got it down by now. I have done some blind ankle tapes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cover my face up and do it. Not bad. It's pretty good. All right. So cool. All right. Any advice um, for somebody wanting to get into teaching, maybe be it English or any other subject, what would you say to somebody saying, you know, I'm thinking about being a teacher, but, and then what do you say to that but? Uh, that butt should not be there. <laughs> like you're either in it or you're not at all. Yeah. Because, and you also have to be ready to be criticized by anyone and everyone. Yes. Even kids. Yes. I, I believe you. I've yeah. been roasted so many times <laughs> for no reason. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I get that too. I'm like, I don't even have a hard class. And I'm like, just do your work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's, I mean... <laughs> Teaching is very rewarding. Yeah. And, you know, even when we have our hardest days, like at the end of it, especially at graduation, when you see all those kids graduate and you've Mm -hmm. known them for four years, you're just like, this is worth it. Yeah. And then the year starts again and you hate everything about it. But then that one kid gets it or you have a really good day and you're just like, oh, this makes everything worth it. Yeah. Be ready to find the good Mm -hmm. and then commit. Yeah. Yeah. It's not for the faint of heart. Yeah, that's true. It's what 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 are the hours like compared to like? Because I know with coaching, it's a lot of after school stuff. Mm-hmm. Like 
what are like an English teacher's hours? Because especially, I think, toward final exam, semester exam, it's a little bit longer. Yeah. But what are they like? Um, depends on whether I have stayed caught up with my, <laughs> with my grading or not. Yeah. Um, so I usually try to keep a pretty strict schedule with myself. And even if I'm not caught up with work, I try to get out of here like at 4.30, mm-hmm. 5 o'clock. Get here around 7, 7.30. Mm-hmm. Um, but for instance, like you said, because semester finals are coming up and all that's happening, I'm getting here at 7.30, leaving at 6, anywhere between 6 and 7 o'clock. And I refuse to do anything at home unless I absolutely have to. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. For first-year teachers, you are not going to have that luxury because you have to create everything for your first year. Yeah. But after that, strict rules to not bring anything home because otherwise you just drown in it. Yeah, I I agree. I try to do as little work at home as well. Like now, my TikTok, I, I feel like that's more personal type stuff. You know, my videos I put on YouTube. So I'll work on that a little bit at home because sometimes that's just the only like me time that I have, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, anyway, I try not to, again, just because, like I said, if I do, I just feel like I'm taken away, right, from yeah. my wife. And there's got to be a limit. Mm-hmm. You have to have a limit. But yeah, because if not, it, it can't sneak up on you. And then you're like, oh, I have to take it home. I have to do this. Yeah. Sometimes I find it myself. Sometimes I find myself saying, I'm behind on my grading. What am I doing? I'm giving too much work. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true too. Um, and it's and it's so hard. It's so hard. Yeah. Because sometimes the kids need that extra work because they didn't do something earlier. Yeah. Right. And so you feel bad for giving them extra work, but you're like, but they can they can do this one, mm-hmm. and they're still learning something. Yeah. Right. But you, oh my gosh, you keep at least for me if I take it home if I keep doing it at home. I will stay up till like two in the morning. Oh, I've so done I that. Can't. <laughs> when I first started out teaching, I used to do that. Right, and, me and, too. It's awful. And then as I got older, I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm too old. <laughs> All right. Well, Allie, thank you so much for giving us a glimpse into your life and uh, in, in teaching and all that. It's been really cool. Like this is this is a pleasant change from what I'm typically doing with coaches and stuff like that, you know? So hopefully now other we can spread this out to the other teachers, right? And then maybe I can get some more other teachers to pick somebody from each department every, every week or something. Mm -hmm. So again, thank you for taking your time out um, in the afternoon. Uh, I know it's past your time, but (laughs) yeah, no worries. You're worth it. You're worth it. I just hope I didn't bore your listeners. Heck no, man, this is cool. My wife is going to love this one Um, (laughs) for real. No, she really is. All right, stay with us, guys. We will be right back. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Eli. We are in the middle of the fall sports season, and we want you. Football season is winding down, and playoffs are right around the corner, and basketball season is cranking up for an exciting season. Come out and support the Bulldogs on the field and on the court. Go to the Bandera Athletics website for schedules, tickets, and more information, and find an event to come out and cheer. Let's make it a great sports year for the blue and white. Let's go Bulldogs. All right. So thanks for joining me back. Um, next week, I will be back with more sports scores, more updates, and my guests be Coach Golden. And so we're going to hear from Love Coach Golden. Guy. Yeah, he's a good dude. Um, right now, though, um, 
I'm I'm a little kind of head to head with him right now because you know we do a fantasy football league, and me and that oh, dude no. right now are like tied. Like, and I think uh, I'm gonna lose this week and he's gonna win. So I was ahead of him by one game. So now we're gonna be tied. I think after this week. So I'm like, oh, and we only have like two games left. So I'm like, come on, come on. Anyway, uh, it'll be good uh, good one with him uh, next week. So y'all be sure and tune in to that. All right. Thanks so much for listening to Ice Bath Baby. Uh, be sure to leave me a rating in your podcast app. And be sure to follow me on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, those links can be found in the show notes. The podcast music you're listening to right now is Trailer Sports Stylist by Anton Blasoff. And the ads featuring, um, well, featuring some of our, our athletes uh, was Rockstar Trailer <laughs> by Light Saturation. That can be found on pixabay.com that was Carly Serene on one of them and um, oh my gosh I'm gonna have to wow I'm drawing a blank sorry I'll correct this next week (laughs) and (laughs) Jocelyn I think was on one yeah yeah they they were I'll have to leave them in actually okay pause let me pause this music (laughs) (laughs) all right so here's the deal doesn't even remember no I was I was trying to change the names because I actually had Carly do a new one, oh. and I had, uh, gosh, who was the other one? And you didn't write it down in your notes. <sighs> well, because I was supposed to replace them on my sound pad on my little pod track here, my pod track P4 plug, um, <laughs> and I forgot to put them in. So these commercial ads, Eli and Jocelyn, are from like football season. Uh, oh, well, that, makes, so I, no, I, that I, makes more so sense. So I had, new, like, okay. I had new ones for um, basketball season. And I forgot to put them on here. And when I clicked on it, when we first started out today, I was like, oh, I forgot to put the new commercials on here. I was, I was like, oh, that's right. I'll go back and edit them out and put the new ones in. But now I got to leave them in because we've mentioned Eli and Jocelyn again. My bad. So next week, no, that's all right. <laughs> so next week, I will have the new ones back on. They were on last week, but I forgot to put the pads on this. I don't know. Anyway. We'll all right. figure it out. Back to the music. <laughs> uh, so Rockstar Trailer, that is my... Uh, <laughs> Add music by Life Saturation. That can be found on pixabay.com. Uh, you've been listening to Doc Martinez and Ali Zabata on the Ice Bath Baby podcast. As always, be safe out there. And when in doubt, help me with this last part, this last sentence. you remember that last sentence right there? Uh, yes. All right. As always, be safe out there. And when in doubt, put that in an Ice Bath Baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> About to go follow you on Spotify. All right. Let's get it. <laughs>